Welcome to another episode of the PCG Project Podcast. My name is Donnie, and I'm here with my co-host, Dave. Dave and I have been playing tabletop games for years now, and we created this podcast series to share our view on the games we play. That's right, Donnie. In order to summarize our thoughts, we have decided to break down each game into five standard categories that we think are important to discuss, which include setup, learning curve, game balance, replayability, overall theme, design, and cost. At the conclusion of each podcast, we will provide a ranking in each of the five categories Dave mentioned. Our rankings are broken down into three categories, thumbs up for good, shrug for okay, and thumbs down for bad. As you can tell, our ranking system is a very complicated creation. All right. Welcome to another episode of the PCG Podcast. This month, we are bringing you here to slay by none other than Unstable Unicorns. Donnie, uh, how do you play this game? Well, first I'd like to start by saying our name PCG Project Podcast, but that's fine. It's only been countless episodes and, and months upon months. Uh, so yeah, we're here, we're, we're here to slay tonight. It's a card game. Obviously, we're in a card game season. And the good news about this game is there's not a lot in the box. You know, there's basically three different decks of cards. There's big uh, black cards, big white cards, and small white cards, and then a handful of uh, no-rule cards, which typically come with games like this. And the only other item in the box is the dice and the rulebook. So the rulebook's pretty compact. It's just a you know a foldable piece of paper that has two sides, so there's not a lot to learn here. Uh, the basic gameplay is, I like to start at the end on how to win. You win by slaying three monsters, or you win by having every type of character on the field. So there's six types of characters. So the different classes, what they call them, there's a fighter, a bard, a guardian, a ranger, a thief, and a wizard. So if at any point in the game you end your turn with all six, you win the game, or if you slay three monsters. And this game is called Here to Slay, so you can kind of think of it this way. Basic gameplay, uh, you know, you roll the dice, see who goes first. You start by putting three monsters on the table in front of you, just at random, just to see shuffle the deck and put three monsters down you get to choose which party you want to be so which one of the six there's a party leader that has a special ability and you get to choose which one you want and then you draw five cards uh, to start the game and that's that's your hand yeah i mean obviously also for the party leader you can draw randomly so that way it's a little bit more random or chaotic for who you draw but yeah that's it's a, it's a pretty easy setup for for what it is. Yeah, and the basic gameplay to kind of get into that, there's the, the little card that you get that talks about the rules. There's You're allowed three actions every turn. There's one-point actions, two-point actions, and three-point actions. The one-point actions are draw a card, play a card, or roll to use one of your hero effects. So if you were to play a card that was a hero, that hero has an effect on it, and in the future turn, or next turn, you could use one of your action points to utilize that hero's effect. The two-point action is to attack a monster. So, as we were mentioning earlier, there's three monsters on the table. If you want to attack one of them, you just have to spend two points. And the three-point ability is to discard your entire hand and, and draw a new set of five. So, if you just get a bad draw, you can kind of wipe the, the slate, slate clean by using that three-point action. Yeah, it's a lot of... It- a lot of the obviously the main point of the game is the cards, but 
there's a lot of dice rolling involved. Pretty much any action you take, whether it be the hero abilities or trying to slay the monster, has to do with the two six-sided die that you have. So, Basically, to defeat the monsters, you you have to either roll higher or lower. So it really is kind of dependent on that dice roll. And so the cards are mostly just your stuff, but there are modifier cards which would help out with the dice roll if you're really bad at rolling. Right. So the the basic different card types, uh, Theo was mentioning, to defeat a monster, you have to to beat what it says. So this monster I have in front of me is called Rex Monster. Roll less than four, so you roll two dice. It accumulates to four or less. Discard two cards. It's eight or more, and slay the monster. And once you get a monster, those monsters have effects as well that you can utilize. So this monster, because each time you draw a modifier card, you can reveal it and draw a second card. But as you beat more monsters, you kind of get better abilities and less stacked abilities. Uh, what's in your hand other than just the hero cards? Dave mentioned the modifier cards, which are set at plus or minus. So say I roll a seven and it t- takes eight to beat the monster, but I have a plus two modifier. Boom, I can play that, beat the monster. Dave might have a negative four modifier. He can play that out of turn. Brings it back down, so now I'm below the plus eight. So you kind of battle back and forth using the modifiers. Uh, another type of card in there is the challenge cards. So those can be played when someone plays anything, uh, a hero and a Vimeo magic card. So if Dave puts down a hero, he's all pumped about it. I'll challenge that, ruin his day, and then me and him have a roll-off. If I'm the challenger, I just have to tie his roll. So if he rolls a six and I roll a six, I win. Uh, if I beat his roll, I obviously win too. And that, that what that means is he discards that hero. He doesn't need to play it. Donnie's very good at rolling, so usually it's he beats the roll. Yeah. Uh, and the only other two types of cards are items and magic, which items are kind of self-explanatory. On the card, it'll say what the hero card is. In my hero, I put um, this uh, hero at negative to his roll, so I make it change its type from a bar to a one drop. Or whatever. So those item and magic cards have abilities that are self-explanatory. Uh, they're just different for the ones to help or hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that pretty much explains the game. Why don't we go ahead and get into the categories? Sure. So let's start up with setup and learning curve. Uh, so as you can probably tell, there's not a lot to this setup and learning curve. We're just explaining the entire rule book. No, it was, uh, I mean, pretty well explained. So you have the three monsters, you have your party leader, which is technically a hero, and then you have your cards that you go ahead and play. The uh, how to win, or basically the rules card itself, is very helpful. It's really all you need. I know that it has a not a huge rule book. Uh, it's just kind of a large oversized double-sided page but the card is really all you need that it, it's very well explaining the game yeah it doesn't take a lot you play it for two seconds and you have a rule book uh, so game balance um i'd say for me the game balance is okay in terms of you know does dave have the same dice that i do um probably it, like any card game it depends on what you draw but there's enough different types of cards and enough abilities that I can stack that I'd say it's fairly balanced. Uh, as we'll, we'll mention in this episode, the the balance between how to win. So the game's called Here to Slay. That will come up at some point. Uh, and the balance between winning slaying three monsters and winning getting all six card types, I would say is very unbalanced. 
almost every single time we play, the winner gets six different card types because you don't have to slay a single monster to win that way. You just have to play six different cards. Yeah, that would be my only comment on the balance of the game as well. Other than that, it's just kind of the luck of the dice. It is what it is. You roll your die, you're going to get it. Or it's the luck of the draw. You roll, you draw cards, you either get the other heroes you need or you don't. Or you fight the monster and you roll high or you roll low. It is what it is. Balance-wise, that's pretty good. But there is the game mechanic of one way to win is slay monsters. The other way to win is just get the different types of heroes. It's called Here to Slay. You don't have to slay. Not even a little bit. We just played before this, and I won without even trying to roll dice. And I went specifically for the monsters. And, I mean, it, it is what it is with luck. It, my dice rolls weren't great, but it's only three monsters, and it I couldn't I couldn't get them. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I definitely. I, I don't know if I've ever won this game, to be honest, <laughs> so there could be a bias on this, but... Yeah, it's, it just doesn't seem balanced in that way. But what's the replayability? I'd say if you're if you're into it, you can. It's it's replayable. The game's quick. We played it before, and it just took us a few minutes. It's a quick game. Uh, I will say, for me personally, I don't have the the watch to play it that much. So, yeah, the replayability time wise is fantastic, and I'll agree with Donnie on that. And I'll also agree with the not a lot of want. And for all the rest that we've discussed, I just feel like maybe it's the title. We're just too drawn up on the title here. And the fact that there is a game mechanic of slaying monsters. So you just kind of want to do that. And then all of a sudden you lose because the other person didn't. But yeah, I don't, I don't have a huge want to replay it. Right. I think you could easily modify the game. We've talked about this to say... You have to slay at least one monster and play six game types, so they kind of modify the rules. And if you do that, I think you, it makes it more fun because slaying monsters is cool. It's difficult. It's way harder than trying to slay things. Yeah, and the cards are really cool, which we'll get into right now on the overall theme and design. Yeah, these cards are fantastic. That's what's kind of a bummer is when you first open this box, you're like, "This is great. They're they're funny. They're very artistic. Very well done. The cards are fantastic." Absolutely. It's literally why I brought I bought this game. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that we're big on the card designs, the artwork itself. If that's whimsical, funny, just overall really good, then we like, especially in this category, we really like the game. This game was one that I specifically bought based off of that image like the box the box image is fantastic the preview cards and everything else were absolutely amazing it's it's really well done in that way um, yeah and they're they're all animals you got like unicorns and fuzzy bears and squirrels and it's it's fun it's friendly it's good for the family and i don't know if you know this dave but i was reading a little bit before this to see make sure i was up on it and you can just go online and upload your own artwork Wow, I did not know that, and that's uh, really cool. For, especially for anybody, any artists out there, that's a that's a really cool thing to have. Yeah, like you could have like a little cartoonish picture of your own pet or something, create that into a card, write your own ability, and, and melt that into a card. 
And the last category is costs, and you look it up. Yes, I, we actually were prepared this time, and uh, the cost is $20, and I will even put a caveat on that. Uh, I got this for, I know, less than $20. I forget the exact amount, but he, uh, Unstable Unicorns were doing a sale, and they do them fairly regularly, it seems like, because I didn't always buy it right away. So, uh, sorry about the dogs in the background. That's definitely going to come up. Yeah, Dave just got a couple puppies. You can hear that. It's it's just a couple puppies. They're playing and having fun. That's what. <laughs> All right, let's get into our ratings. I think everyone can kind of see where this is going. But set up a learning curve. You go first. I'm going to give this a thumbs up. It's, it's very easy. Yeah, thumbs up for the setup and learning curve. No, no issues there. Game balance is next. And I'm going to go shrug. I'll give it a shrug. I'm not going to go full thumbs down because I feel like it's the game balance in the sense of playing against someone else is still the same. Competitive. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a thumbs down. Uh, we didn't really talk about it, and I probably should have uh, during the conversational piece. But there are uh, some heroes that I felt were a little bit stronger than others. Uh, I know there was the thief. Uh, maybe I could be a little stickler on it, but there was one time Donnie played against me on that. It was not today. It was a uh, time before, and he just kept stealing. All of like my heroes and everything, and it was it just felt super unbalanced at that point. But so, and the fact that you really want to kill the monsters and you don't have to, so I'm gonna give it a thumbs down. Uh, replayability, I'm gonna go thumbs down on that one just because I don't think I've ever won a game like this. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, maybe it's just because Donnie's better than me at this game, but. And he's been someone who I've played against every time. We have had other people also play with us, but I don't think I've ever played without him. And he, I mean, he's beat me with the thumbs down. Fair. Um, overall theme and design, I'll give that a thumbs up. Uh, they're great games. Absolutely a thumbs up on that. This is fantastic. It's a fantastic looking game. You can't beat it. Like I said, I literally bought the game based on appearance alone. So, thumbs up for me. And the last is cost. And I'm actually going to oddly do a shrug, even though I almost always go thumbs up on 20 or less. But I just wouldn't give money out for this. Because it's just, I, the game, like, the replayability factor for me is very important. And a $20 game, which we have $20 games throughout our whole season, and I want to replay it over and over and over again. And this one I just don't. So I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna try to co- try to convince you to change your vote, which has has never happened before. Oh, but I want to argue on you have to pay the cost before you buy the game, so you don't really know sometimes before before you buy. So basically, what I'm trying to say is the game itself for what you get for the game. And which is the art, the cards, and everything like that, and even the regular gameplay. Because I feel like the reason you don't want to keep playing it is because you don't have to slay the monsters. But ultimately, you can't really know that until you play a couple of games. So I guess the way I always look at cost is you buy it like most of these games. So the way I look at it is after I've played it a lot, would I purchase it myself? No. And just play it at my house around so most of the other games i say i would you know dungeons and 
Munchkins and all these other games that we've, we've reviewed, I definitely would spend the 20 bucks. This one, I, I just I wouldn't buy. Uh, fair enough. I mean, there's been a couple. There's been like Exploding Kittens, Taco versus Burrito. I haven't purchased any of those games. True, true. I got a lot of those as gifts. <laughs> All um, right. Well, that was that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so I forget if I had given the rating mostly because of uh, my new puppy barking a lot. Uh, I'm gonna give a thumbs up for the cost. Twenty dollars. Uh, the artwork itself. The the cards are very durable. They're very nice. There's smaller, normal size playing cards, and there's larger cards for the monsters and the heroes. I think we have a good quality for the $20. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. All right. Well, that concludes our episode. Thanks for joining uh, Dave and I and Thor. Yeah, and Thor. Yeah. Sorry for the ducks. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the PCG Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our review and rankings. As always, you can find us on anchor.fm under PCG Podcast or anywhere you find your podcasts. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can find me at Defunkafu on Twitter. And you can find us both at PCG underscore project on Instagram. All episodes will be accompanied by a blog post on our website, pcgproject.com. Thank you for joining for this week's episode, and until next time, keep playing and game on.